I'm Janie, the creator of Alchemy with Janie. This is your one-stop shop for all the magic within yourself that you may not even realize exists. So if you have ever felt unaccepted, judged, unable to fully express yourself, unaware of the magic that truly resides within your heart and your soul, then this is the right place for you to be. My aim for this podcast is to help you become the best, most magical version of yourself and reach the unlimited potential you were truly born to be through your unique magic. So come on in and let's dive deep into you and uncover some of your incredible and unknown magic together. This is the You Are Magic podcast and you definitely are the magic. I just had a argument with my soulmate. Um, I know, shocking news. Soulmates do argue. <laughs> soulmates discuss, they debate, they fight, and they grow. And that's the most important part. They grow from these sometimes very painful, yet eye-opening experiences. So this episode's topic was actually pre-planned. Um, so the title was pre-planned, Soulmates, Real Love, and the Big Issue Nobody's Talking About. Um <clears throat> to be recorded today anyway but the um the universe's timing could have not been more connected and specific to provide me with all the insights for this episode about soulmates real love and the big issue that nobody is really talking about so let's dive into it shall we so soulmates nicholas sparks novels romantic movies Disney fairy tales. They all depict love and romance and, you know, soulmates in a very romanticized and positive light because they'll usually have happy endings um, or endings where the lovers get together um, or they have some sort of emotional fulfillment and they're happily ever after, happily ever after being in inverted commas. <laughs> um, but this is what our brains actually take from the movies or from the books or from wherever it is that you're taking this ideal that you have in your head. Um, and this is what I want. This is the type and style of love and romance that I want. Like that's the desire that you're creating from this stuff that we watch and or read. Um, but I don't want to take on the bad or the negative aspects of the romantic films, which almost more often than not, they always have that heartbreaking moment. They always have those moments of separation or breakup um, and or moving on or having to choose, you know, between head and heart. Um, and those moments we actually kind of brush off in our brains for some reason when it comes to manifesting soulmates or wanting real love. Um, you know, when we ask for that big kind of love, we kind of just say, well, our mind fixates on the good because we like to feel good as human beings. We don't like to feel bad. And it's almost like we take out those those separation parts in the movies and we take that out completely so they don't even exist. Um, and that's kind of the biggest problem here when it comes to attracting the type of love that we want, attracting the type of person that we want um, and that we desire. Because when we go deeper into the layers of what do you truly desire? Are those desires your own or are they taken from inspiration from movies? And again, is that the whole picture desire that you're actually wanting or have you snippet bits out of it? Um, and so what you're asking for is actually not going to be a possibility or a, re or a realistic, um, sustainable relationship or sustainable type of love um, or quality of love that you're attracting in. Um and so when we get our soulmate, so some of you listening might have already attracted a soulmate. You might be in those initial stages of attracting a soulmate. Um, 
or big love, and it's it's kind of staring us in the face, those elements may tend to get forgotten and we think, nah, this is not how it's supposed to feel because they're negative stuff. Um, it should be more positive or there should be no arguing with the right person, the love of my life and the soulmate. And we can almost go into those rosy colored glasses um, and uh, the reality of all of this is that not many people are talking about um, the fact that soulmates and true love, even if it is the right person, you know, you see those those married couples who are 90 and they've been together for like 50, 60, 70 years. They will tell you, you will have your fights. You will continually fight. You will continually have conflict because you cannot, without people pleasing and almost losing your own identity, you cannot have no conflict. Human beings feel and we have trigger points. And until, and even as you heal and as you move beyond those trigger points, there will always be something new, you know, because you're always evolving and everybody doesn't evolve at the same rate as you. And so soulmates fight, lovers fight, everyone and every single relationship closest to you will have your fights, you'll have your disagreements, debates, your discussions, your arguing, your conflict, whichever word you want to pick, they all mean that you are human. And you'll not always rock the, you'll not always want to rock the boat. Um, and, you know, there are those couples who say, who everyone says, oh my God, but they never fight. That's your perception. That couple may be lying to you and saying, yeah, we never fight. We never fight. They will have tiffs. They might not look at it as fights or they might not see it as, oh yeah, we argue because there are comparisons that you can make where you're like, oh, that is what you call a fight. But again, that's down to who you are and how you perceive what a fight is and the meaning that you put behind it again. So going very deep here, but everything is just perception. Everything is the way that you see things and what meaning you put to it. So an abusive relationship to someone could be just someone calling you the F word and saying, you're a effing this. Okay. And you could just sit down and break down and go, he abused me. On the other scale of that spectrum is somebody who is being beaten every single day, who's been, you know, they have petrol poured down their mouth, they're being tortured. That is an abusive relationship and that can be somebody else's perception. So again, there are extreme levels to every single relationship, to every single meaning, to every single argument. So what one person deems as a horrific experience of an argument may not be so deep for somebody else. Um, And so when you go into that comparison first of all it's not healthy to go comparing to other people outside of you unless you're using it for inspiration for yourself but the the first and only person that you should be comparing yourself to is yourself the past version of you the current version of you and where you're going where you're headed and the version that you want to be um and so again like you like i said this is your perception they the couple might fight behind closed doors but again that's not the important part of this what is important and my point to this um before i'm going off topic is the awareness of knowing how to resolve those fights, how to resolve that conflict in a way that supports the relationship moving forward and continues to support it, okay? And that is the big key and the difference to any relationship that is built to thrive and continue long-term. In any relationship, there has to be a balance. The the mu- the movies, the music we watch are all made from other human beings. They're not made from, you know, some amazing entity and you know celebrities actors writers authors they are all normal human beings we tend to put all the things that they create on a pedestal um because they've used creativity and imagination to create something that we perceive as far away and something that we cannot have for ourselves and the moment that we perceive it that way we're putting something above us and we're putting it on a pedestal and the moment you put, you do that the tails are, the scales are tipped 
Okay, and you lose that balance. And that's almost part of the the key into bringing yourself off that pedestal and saying this is possible for me, but it's kind of how to get to that possibility and how to keep it real so that it's sustainable for the long term so that you can keep it and sustain it. And this is the thing, the stuff that, you know, the movies and the books that are created, it's imaginary. It's yes, you can get close to what you design, see it in your mind's eye. And that's exactly what we call manifestation. When something that you can see becomes a reality that you can feel, touch and experience. But you have to put in the effort and the work required to keep that thing or to sustain it. And so if you're being, for example, if you have, you know, you've been in a toxic relationship dynamic where you're always attracting players or cheaters um, and one day you hit rock bottom, you decide enough is enough. That is it. I want my soulmate, nothing less. um, And that's it. Now, this new soulmate might might come in because you've with your emotions, you've been 100 percent of I definitely don't want this old patterning and these these old types of people. And so your, your soulmate has actually entered your life now. Right. Now, this new soulmate walks into your life as a manifestation because you saw it in your mind's eye and you wanted it and you desired it, right? And they've they've come into your life now. But because your mind is programmed and conditioned to the other guys and the girls that you've experienced who have cheated or played with your emotions and your heart, your new way of being with this manifestation will project those fears, the patterns, the emotions onto this new person or onto your own self and you'll create chaos when there doesn't need to be. And until you decide to change the version of yourself to being a more confident, a more trusting and a more non-victim being who can accept and support this new person fully without projecting those old fears from old and different people um, onto this new person, then your relationship will always be strained and you will almost always sabotage any new relationship, whether it's your soulmate or the right person or not, because you're not willing or ready to do the work on yourself. This is also what we call shadow work or healing in the spiritual world. If you're listening today and you're not used to these terms, um, and if you're new here, (laughs) so if you're listening to this episode thinking, Janie, am I that person who constantly just has this shit luck in love or love is just not a possibility for me or is there something wrong with me? Am I the issue? Yes and no. You are and you're not the issue, okay? And here's what you need to do to understand this. You are a human being with a brain, okay? So you've got a brain. You've also got emotions, and the emotions contain energy, okay? So no emotion, emotions are basically energy in motion, Now, your brain consists of neurons and layers and connective tissues that help communicate and they also create programs um, within to help you live, to help you survive and to help you thrive in this reality that we call Earth, the material world, 3D. Um, 3D realm in the spiritual world. (laughs) And bear with me now because we might get a bit sciencey here. but we are biology bodies at the end of the day and spirituality is part science if not massively science as everything is energy and energy is physics so again physics biology all science spirituality is science anyway your brain with those neurons and connective tissues have been collecting every single thought process um, and connected to every emotion in your life has created a program that's been working for you or against you Okay, that's the key part. There are programs that are being made in your head, in your brain, that translate all around your body and create the reactions, the actions, the you know the way that you're living, who you are being, on a daily basis. Um, 
And that repetition of that program that is on repeat becomes your pattern. When your pattern is embedded in your subconscious mind, now the subconscious mind is part of your, it is the part of your brain that you don't have any conscious control over or you don't know what lies in there because it's subconscious. So it's kind of like the iceberg um, example where the tip of the iceberg at the top is the conscious conscious mind, which is only 10%. Beneath the ocean lies the rest of that iceberg, which is so deep and you cannot see it when you're on that ship. All you can see is the tip of the iceberg, right? That's all you're in control of. What lies beneath? You don't know which direction to take because you can't see underneath. That is your subconscious mind, the stuff that you can't see underneath. And so you don't have control over it or you don't know what lies in there. And that, the subconscious, which is underneath, is what is controlling you because that is where your programming is, okay? Um, and that program is automatically running your life and running you. And this can be different areas, whether it's your love life, all your relationships, your relationship to food, money, career, your relationship with people pleasing. They're all automatic programs that are running your life, um, running you and they're running your way of being and living without you being in the awareness of that fact. And that is why sometimes you may try a new person or you consciously see, you consciously, can't even talk, you consciously say you want to be with someone amazing and someone great and you make the conscious effort, which is the 10 past part, per, per, again, can't talk, Mercury retrograde is finished, so I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Um, but the 10% part of your brain that knows what it's doing and what it wants takes action steps to get that. And so, you know, when you set those resolutions at New Year's going, this year, I'm going to set these goals and I'm going to achieve them. That's your 10% conscious mind doing that. And that's great because you've got that something inside of you is kind of trying to get out of that pattern, right? And so you're making that, that conscious effort, but then you fall back into your old ways, right? And those old ways is because of this subconscious patterning that is just pulling you down into the same program, into that same cycle, over and over and over again so until the subconscious programming and pattern emerges and automatically fires in your brain uh, making you respond the same way that you've already responded from fear or negative reaction or self-sabotage or whatever your process has been to push the other person away or to self-protect your own heart to stop yourself being in pain again even if this new soulmate is not going to do that your patterning in your brain is wired to make you believe from all of your mind that they are going to hurt you. And I say all of your mind, not all of your heart, because your heart and your emotions can be telling you something different, but your mind is not going to allow you to listen to it. And again, this is where we have that head versus heart, mind versus heart dynamic. Um, I've done a YouTube video on this already. So if you want to check that out, I think I think I just left it as heart, m m mind versus heart or something like that. I'll link it below anyway. <laughs> um, if you want to check that out, because I had this same dilemma before I had to change my pattern when I met my soulmate. Um, so yeah, you definitely want to check that out. Um, sorry, I'm just going through my notes because I've lost myself. Where was I? Um, so yeah, your patterning in your brain is wired to make you believe that from all your mind that they're going to hurt you and you need to protect yourself at all costs. That's just an example. Um, so if you're listening and you're thinking, Yes, I resonate with that. And maybe you have someone new or your, your soulmates come in um, or you're thinking about manifesting them with every hurdle comes an opportunity for you to see into your patterning because there will be hurdles, okay? Um, that's not in a negative light because hurdles, triggers, all these negative things. Like I said, I just had an argument that we've cleared out um, over this last weekend and it helps you grow, it helps you evolve and it helps you just step into new versions of yourself, whether as a couple or by yourself independently, you know, you're going to keep switching between the two. Um, and it's just being in that awareness, um, 
So with every hurdle, if you look at every challenge um, or every fight, there's an opportunity for you to see into your patterning and to consciously make the decision to shift out of that patterning and to heal and then to rewire a new pattern in your brain. And yes, you can rewire yourself completely by yourself. It's not hard. It's so simple. But you have to clear out and make space for that in your brain first. And that involves new habits and new ways of living and new ways of showing up for yourself and for the other person. Okay, a new way of regulating the emotions that show up for you and start being, living and breathing new patterns and new conditions into your mind so that the old pattern can fade and fizzle out. And there's actually a YouTube video somewhere that I watched. If I find it, I'll link it below that shows you how the neurons in your brain actually create these patterns. Um, and how they actually fade and almost disappear from your brain completely over time if those patterns, those habits, those reactions are not repeated um, actively. And so repetitions actually create the patterns. So when you stop repeating the old behaviors, the old habits, the reactions and start inputting new ones, the brain starts firing neurons to create a new neural pathway and that becomes your dominant pattern. And your dominant pattern then becomes your dominant vibration. And when we go into manifestation, that vibration is what attracts everything that you want into your reality. Okay. And so you get to decide with that 10% conscious mind that you've got right now of yours, if you want a new pattern and you do have control over that decision to rewire yourself, to unwire all those old habits. But that's what is called efficiency when you're making the most of that 10% brain that you've actually got, which is in your control. Okay. And so um, you do have control over watching your own behaviors to assess your patterning and conditioning and toxic stuff that needs to heal and to be removed in order for amazing new and healed people and healed experiences to come through as well. Because let's not forget, along with your own personal healing, you also have, like I said, the spiritual laws of the universe, which are constantly switched on. There's no off button for manifestation, okay? Manifestation, again, is energy. So energy is constantly shifting. There are atoms and molecules and particles that are constantly moving. They don't stop ever. Manifestation never stops. It's just you are changing, shifting, evolving and growing and attracting or leaving behind certain manifestations. And so you are able to manifest every single thing that you desire, the good and the bad, every second of the day. Imagine what crazy magical life and stuff and people you can do with this new wisdom and awareness. So if you can dive deeper into yourself today and ask yourself, where did these fearful patterns start developing? If you're, you know, if you clicked listen to this episode because you want to attract love into your life or you want to work um, on healing a certain particular aspect within your recurrent relationship, whether that you're questioning whether the person is right or wrong for you, we're going to do that in a separate episode because again, it's like, how do you know is your soulmate? How do you know it's the right one for you? How do you know? How do you know? How do you know? There is um, a set way of doing this and I know I'm channeling this right now because that is going to be another episode that is actually not on my topic list. So I'll go into that in another episode to so keep an eye on for that. Um, but if, like I said, you're trying to just manifest your soulmate or you just want to, you know, manifest the right person for you, then ask yourself, what are your trigger points? Where did these patterns start developing? Was it in your childhood from watching your parents? Was it your first experience with dating and love? Was it the first betrayal that you've ever had if you had one? Or was it just through watching movies? Like, if you don't remember, don't worry, because you can always assess your behavior from now and from your present and who you're being. Like, how do you react when I ask you, how do you think about dating? Um, what emotions come up? What thoughts come up? What words come up in your mind um, for you? If you're with someone, what are your deepest triggers? Dive deeper into those triggers. Why do you react that way? Are they your defense mechanisms? Do you feel safe 
but while you're feeling safe, are you unhappy? Um, are you wearing a mask of pretense that keeps you safe and unfulfilled, but you pretend like you're fulfilled? Why do you do that? I read people for a living. And so one of my deepest gifts is seeing so deeply into the other um, that sometimes they can't see their own triggers, but I can. Um, and sometimes they're so deep in denial. Um, and so, you know, they can't, they can't almost even answer those questions for themselves. And so they, they go to psychics or they need somebody to pull it out. And that's part of my work. So, um, if that's you and that's something that you struggle with and you want an intuitive reading with me, then just drop an email to hello at alchemywithjanie.com. Um, again, the email and all of those will be in the show notes below. And just ask for a psychic reading and I'll get deeper into your patterning and we can work our way through this. Um, depending on when you are listening to this, I may have stopped doing these by that time, but pop an email through anyway if you feel called to doing that with me and see if that manifests for you. Um, and I'm more than happy to do a reading. So that is the end of this episode. It might have been a little bit heavy for you. Um, so I hope you take big awareness from it. Know that you are in control and you're in power. There will be an episode on how to rewire your brain. That's a big one. Um, and we will dive deep into that. So again, um, if you haven't subscribed, then, uh, follow this podcast, leave a review if you liked it, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to the You Are Magic podcast with me, Janie. I love spreading magical wisdom to you all and I'm so grateful to be able to help any souls on their journey. If you absolutely love this episode, then drop me a like, a follow and a review so I can continue to bring you the best magical wisdom. If you don't already know me, then please do come and join me on Instagram, which is Alchemy with Janie. That's Alchemy with Janie. And if you want to learn more about any of my courses, programs or monthly intuitive psychic readings, then check out the show notes below, which will have all the links in there for you please do me another massive favor and hit the subscribe button on YouTube and comment below the video if you watch this episode there too. Clicking all those right buttons helps me grow this podcast and reach even more souls on the planet so that we can make this world a much more magical home to live in together. Lots of magical love to you and I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Mwah.